If you're ready to ditch the hustle and evolve your business to create success and impact through alignment, then mama, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Aligned and Impact Driven Business Mama Show. I'm your host, Caroline Linda. Now let's get into it. Beautiful. Welcome. Welcome to what is episode 94. 94 of the Aligned and Impact Driven Biz Mama Show. And tonight I am joined by the amazing Wendy Bennett. She is a friend of mine, a client of mine, an all-round amazing lady, and she is here to chat with us about managing big kid emotions during lockdown. This is the second part of our three-part lockdown live series. If you didn't see my interview with Sabrina yesterday, make sure you check that out. But tonight it's all about the kids and the adults that are taking care of the kids. So welcome, Wendy. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for such a lovely introduction as well. Oh, you're totally welcome. Okay, so I'm just making sure that I'm actually coming up on my own phone. Yes, beautiful. Uh, So tell us, let's get started with the annoying stuff. Who are you? What do you do? what makes you qualified to talk about <laughs> big kid emotions in lockdown other than the fact that you're in lockdown with big kids with emotions? Yeah, well, that's that's one part of it. Um, I'm also a qualified counsellor and have um, got probably over 10 years experience now. And I've worked with a lot of families and um, young people. And yeah, it's just my passion to help support parents, teens, preteens, just yeah, parenting at any age, I think, is um, tricky. Um, every milestone comes with its own challenges. Um, so yeah, I'm just really passionate about just helping parents get through those tough times and trying to do it with their sanity intact and mm. to create harmony at home. Yeah, that's what beautiful. we all want, really. It it totally is. It, I I I think we can just universally say that. I love that. And you are one half of a beautiful charity, and also have amazing content going out across your social media. Uh, so that is called Amaze in Mind. So if you want to connect with Wendy on Instagram, Facebook, head to at Amaze in Mind, and um, we'll come back to that a little bit later. Okay. But Where I really wanted to get started with tonight, full transparency again, I am not in lockdown, but these amazing ladies are. And Wendy, you guys are going into, well, it's been a few weeks now and it's still going to be quite a bit longer. I think this is week six. Yeah. Okay. And so you have kids that you are juggling at home uh, along with remote learning, which I believe is what we're calling it because it's- okay. Definitely not homeschooling. Okay. okay. Different thing here. Mm. Meant to be at school, but currently not. Okay. And um, I was corrected on that today. And also managing, obviously working for the charity, what you're doing with your own pieces of the business, plus all the things. So what does that look like right now? Um, To be honest, right now, it's all about just going day by day. Um, waking up, seeing what mood the kids are in, seeing what my energy is like 
and just having zero expectations of what I should be getting done or what, you know, and just, just getting by really. Um, I think that we, it's so easy to place expectations on ourselves that, you know, we should be doing the homeschool, sorry, remote learning. We should be doing work. We should be doing the housework, you know, cause we're at home and if we aren't doing all the things, what are we doing? And, you know, I think it's really easy just for those stress levels to just keep going up and up until you just, yeah, can't cope. So mm. I was like that in the first couple of weeks. Um, but since then, I've kind of thought, well, you know what? What gets done gets done. And what doesn't will still be there tomorrow. And stressing about it is not going to help me and it's not going to help my kids. Um, and I've noticed that really my kids feed off my energy. So if I'm stressed and, you know, it's got to get done, it's got to get done then meltdowns are like 10 times worse or they're 10 times more often than if I'm just like, okay, you ready to do some schooling? No, not yet. Okay, well, how about we give it 10 minutes till after breakfast and then we'll do some, okay? Okay, yeah, fine. And that's it. So it's about, they feel like they're getting a choice. Mm. It's a choice that I'm giving them options that I'm happy with, whichever one they pick, I really don't mind. But then it gives them then the feeling that actually I do have some control over this situation because our kids are feeling as out of control as we are you know everything's different everything's up in the air nobody knows when anything's going to get back to any kind of normality so yeah I think it's just being aware of yeah that our kids are are really struggling at this time as well as us it's hard Mm. for them too yeah absolutely and I think this is you know maybe where we as adults, we can rationalize, we can understand that idea of what we can control and what we can't control. But Mm. this is something for our kids, like this is unprecedented to see this kind of intrusion on normal life for such a period of time. And it's certainly not something we experienced as children. And now we're parenting children who are experiencing it. And it's it's going to be life-changing. And we are part of the story as to whether it's life-changing to the positive uh, or life-changing to the negative, right? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, 100%. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think there's so much now, um, you know, with people's mental health, thank goodness we're all more aware aware of, you know, anxiety and stress and depression and how these kinds of changes can impact us. And I think it's good that for this generation of parents as well, there is so much support out there um there's so many organizations um that have have had to pivot at this time and do things differently um so there is this this text back with lifeline there's you know email support um because a lot of our young people don't like talking to people they're so used to you know texting or whatever that actually talking to someone is more than they can cope with so I think in some respects it's it's great but then in other respects it's a really you know, like you said, it's, it's unprecedented. So how, how do we navigate this? How do we cope with all these um, different things that are going on? Mm. And, you know, trying to manage our kids' emotions through that can be, you know, I mean, kids' emotions can be hard to understand at the best of times. You know, they suddenly, one minute they're fine and the next minute they're screaming and shouting and you're thinking, what did I miss? Like, how did we go from being calm and happy to suddenly everyone's screaming and shouting at each other? And, you know, I feel like I've, I've missed a page in this story. Like, what's going on and I think just knowing that that's gonna probably happen more because when our kids are anxious they're unsure what's going on their default is to explode and I think as parents it's important for us to be the calm 
we don't want to join their chaos. We need to be the calm port in that. And um, for me, especially the only way that I can do that is to look after myself. Yes. And that is my stress levels. Yeah. Yeah. And that is something I was. Yeah. That was something I was definitely going to ask you about because, you know, you said like their energy feeds off your energy. Mm. So what are some of the things you've been doing in lockdown to make sure that you're taking care of your energy? Um, The first thing I've been doing is just to um, manage expectations. So the first thing is I don't have a to-do list of things that I want to get done. Um, I aim for my kids to do about an hour each of schoolwork throughout the day. So um, we prioritise maths and English. Um, And then I try to do a couple of hours of work if I can, um, just in and around everything. I've accepted that my kids are going to be on their devices a hell of a lot more than I would ordinarily allow them to be. Mm. Um, But you know what? That's a sanity saver for them and for me, because when they're on their tablets, I've got a bit of space. And that's really important for me um, is to have some space and some time away from them. And also just for me to be able to focus and concentrate on doing what I want to get done. Um, But yeah, it's just knowing that I'm not going to be able to do a full day's work the kids are not going to be able to do a full day's school work I'm not going to get all the housework done some nights they're going to you know eat spaghetti on toast for dinner some days they're not going to get their pajamas it's it's okay (laughs) Mm. you know it's it's okay to let things that you wouldn't normally let slip to just let them go because it's not worth the stress and anxiety that it's going to put on yourself and on the home environment those expectations of where we would normally have them so I think sometimes it's about you know what it's not the end of the world if they spend the day in their pajamas it's not the end of the world if they spend all day on their devices you know at some point we've got to think well is it is it better for their mental health and my mental health for them to be, do that today rather than to push them and have arguments and screaming matches every day trying to get them to do schoolwork. so at the moment my kids are only doing four days of school day they have a day off in the middle um, which is as much for my sanity as it is theirs because I can't do homeschooling every day of the week mm. I just can't so I have one day of the week where I know that they're going to spend most of the day on their devices but it means that I can get some of my work done that I need to focus on um, that I can't do when they're asking me every five minutes you know what do I do now what's next <laughs> you know can I have something to eat um you know, there's always something. So yeah, I've allowed myself that space to have, okay, that's one day where I'm going to focus more on me and my work um, and just, yeah, give school away for that day. So Mm. yeah, there's a few things that I've had to change definitely. And yeah, lowering my expectations of what I can get done in a day, having kids with me 24 seven is, is probably the biggest thing that I've had to change. Yeah. And I think that like lowering that, that bar, lowering that standard is just like a massive exhale for everyone because they don't have the pressure. You know, you don't have the pressure. Mm. It's just, it's like just letting the the pressure release valve go on this whole situation. And, and we know that this is not going to last forever. Um, You know, it is going to end and obviously there is going to need to be an adjustment period as kids go back to school and different kids have been able to do, you know, different levels of learning and some kids Mm. are very self-motivated to learn and 
and able to do it. You know, yeah. older kids, I'm, I'm hearing a lot from parents that it's much easier with older kids where they're more self-directed, mm. um, you know, and, and it can be quite, you know, but it can also be difficult and it can bring up a whole lot range of different things that we've never really dealt before. And as you said today when we were chatting, you know, you're not a school teacher. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I mean, these school teachers, uh, hats off to them because I think they do an amazing job. Um, but they go to university for four years to learn how to teach. There are certain techniques and strategies that they learn specifically on how to teach concepts and that. And 90% of us are just ordinary mums and dads who have never learned how to teach somebody something. So I think we need to, yeah, kind of like go easy on ourselves. And it's funny because I've heard there's kind of like seems to be a purple patch, I think, around 13, 14, 15, maybe. I've heard that, yeah, that age is, is not too bad. They seem to be going okay. But then I know people who've got like, you know, 16, 17, 18-year-olds who are coming up to HSC and they're just like, what's the point? I don't care. Can't get motivated. Just not interested. And the parents are like, this is crucial. This is a really important time in your education. Like, what are you doing? Um, and they can't get motivated to do anything. And it's, yeah, different people, I guess, are going to react in different ways. But I think for a lot of our kids, I think they're finally realising how important that actual physical contact is. Um, and that's what I think a lot of people are missing at the moment is that actual physical face-to-face um, conversation with their friends that they would normally see in the classroom. And you know we're all trying our best but at the end of the day we can't replace that classroom experience and that peer support and um that you know learning and teaching um skills that the teachers have we can't replicate that at home we just Mm. can't so I think we just need to put us out some slack and do just do your best and at the end of the day everybody's going to be going back to school under the same circumstances so whether you thrived in lockdown or struggled in lockdown when our kids go back to school everything's going to be adjusted for that so knowing that you know maybe um, you might take a bit of pressure off yourself yeah it's just yeah just day by day Mm. yeah and maybe that's one of the it just occurred to me as you were talking, like maybe that's one of the beautiful lessons of lockdown is that we can be so uh, device oriented, so internet oriented, so, you know, automated in a lot of ways. And maybe part of this is is opening our eyes back up to the fact that we do actually need physical human connection. We do mm. actually need relationships and community in order to really thrive and function. And, and for a lot of us, you know, not just the kids, for us adults as well, that's missing too, you know, and a lot of people may not ever have realised how much they get that from the workplace or, um, you know, and now they can't they can't access that sense of community. And that that disjointedness, that dislocation from community is is a huge factor when it comes to looking at the mental health implications for this situation as as it kind of unfolds and goes on. So I do want you to share what you did tonight <laughs> to attempt to be uninterrupted. So Wendy's kids are a little bit older than, you know, they're not little, little. And so um, mm, tell yeah. us what you did. So I wrote a sign and put it on my door that said, please do not disturb. If you need something, go ask your dad. Because 
you have two parents like and a lot of kids have two parents but mum for some reason seems to cop 90% of the requests you know my little kids will literally walk past their dad and ask me to get them a drink or ask me to open a packet of crisps or whatever it is and I'm just like you you've just walked past your dad why don't you ask him and they look at him as if to say oh yeah he's there and I don't know if it's because I'm at home with them all the time I, I seriously I don't know but yeah and it's sometimes it is it's about sharing the load um you know sometimes as moms we take it all on our shoulders you know our kids are homeschooling so we need to sort that out and we need to organize that but you know if you if you do have a partner at home sometimes it's about having that conversation okay well you do Monday Tuesday Wednesday and I'll do Thursday Friday and then the next week we'll swap so you do five days you know every fortnight and um, yeah you get a bit of help and support because you know if you do have that partner there I think it's a good time to have those conversations to try and get more of a 50-50 split. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got a question from someone that's watching and okay. they asked, do you think there will be long-term impact on the emotions when it comes to our children from this situation? Um, I think there will be. And I think it could be, it could go either way. It could be positive or negative. I think, you know, trying to be optimistic from the positive point of view, I think it will help kids understand their emotions a bit more um I think it will increase their resilience of um, being able to cope with adverse situations but I think that can only come about if they've got good support at home and um I probably bang on about it a lot but parents taking care of themselves and looking out of them after themselves is the way that our kids learn and our kids are going to be emotionally healthy if we're emotionally healthy so if they see us getting stressed and then dealing with that stress in a healthy way so recognizing that I'm feeling stressed today I'm tired I didn't sleep very well last night so I'm feeling a bit snappy today so you know what I'd really appreciate it if you could do x y and z um you know I'm going to go to bed early night and trying to get a better night's sleep um so hopefully tomorrow I won't feel quite so you know short-tempered kind of thing and I think talking about your emotions like that it lets our kids know that it's normal um, for you to feel that way that everybody has bad days but also that you've got really good um, strategies to help you kind of like turn the tide so to speak mm. so it's it's you know I think this is a really great opportunity for us to role model um, the behaviors and the coping strategies that we'd like to see in our kids yeah, absolutely. And I think that's so true. Like we, we just want to make this like a superhuman free zone. Um, mm. Like nobody is a superhuman in this situation. Mm. As I said, we haven't done it before. They haven't done it before. We're all in this SHIT mm. together. So yeah. we, you know, it's it's just about making sure that they know that it's kind of cool to not be feeling amazing right now. Yeah, that's it. You know, it's, it's fine to let them know that actually, you know what, this is really hard for me too. I'm really struggling with this too. I miss going to work and seeing my work friends. I miss being able to pop down the shop and get a coffee. You know, this is new for everybody and everybody's struggling and, and that's okay. You know, we can support each other and get through this together. Um, mm. So I think it's really important for us as parents to admit that yeah, this isn't easy and this is affecting me too. But you know what? These are things that I can do to try to mitigate the negatives. Um, you know, I can do my self-care. I can still go out into the garden and do some gardening. That's good for me. And getting outside and, you know, drinking a coffee outside, just taking five minutes that's 
I can shut the door and the kids are safe inside and I can just have a couple of minutes to myself while I'm drinking my coffee, take some deep breaths, go back inside and face the mayhem, you know, and it's just taking those little moments, I think, throughout the day and then sharing that with our kids. Well, this is what I did when I was feeling uptight or when I was feeling really frayed and frustrated. This this is what I did. So I think it's I think it will be a good learning opportunity. Um, but I think it's important that parents make sure that they feel supported as much as they can, um, which is why I think this like this series that you're doing is great. There's so many um, people who are going through the same thing that reaching out and asking for help can be hard, but it's such a, an important first step to take. Yes. And there's so many people out there who are just willing to help, really. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that is a perfect segue to can you let us know you have an amazing Facebook group and that is one place where uh, other mums can kind of band together in this situation and get great resources from you uh, to do with positive parenting. So can you share um, what the name of the Facebook group is? And I will make sure that we link it in the notes as well. Yeah, sure. So it's the um, Parenting Team Support Network. Um, So the name is a little bit misleading because it's for preteens and teens so say from about nine or ten um all the way up to 19 um so yeah it's the group it's um I drop lives in there um share resources that I come across um you know do a bit of tongue-in-cheek humor because you know we could all do with a laugh uh, yeah and just basically share how difficult this parenting journey is I share from my experiences and uh, not just with my own kids but like through my work as well so yeah it's a lovely group so if you want some extra support please head on over and pop in and and feel free to share uh any issues that you're having and they are a lovely bunch of um people in there so you'll definitely get the the support that you need beautiful all right well i would super encourage all of you guys to head on over if you have got those uh preteen teenagers, which I certainly have preteen ladies in my house. Um, Wendy, thank you so much for coming on and sharing and being transparent about what's going on for you and what that looks like. I think this is so helpful for people to just know that they are not alone at all. (laughs) So thank you so much for your time. We so appreciate you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. All right, everyone, make sure that wherever you are watching, hit like, follow or subscribe, turn on notifications. And I will be back at the same time tomorrow night on the Caroline Linda Facebook page to talk to the amazing Rochelle Marie. We're going to be talking about productivity and work and getting stuff done whilst you're in lockdown. So I'm super looking forward to that. Thanks again, Wendy, and I'll see you guys tomorrow night.